You're listening to Titans of the Trades. I'm your host, Ryan England, author of Hire Better People Faster and creator of the Corfit Hiring System, a proven process to help growing companies attract and retain only the best. I'm on a mission to revolutionize the perception of the trades and elevate it to new heights. After growing up in a blue collar family, my passion for making the trades cool again runs deep. If you're a Titan in the industry and want to be on my show, stick around until the end and I'll reveal how you can be my next guest. Incentives to get folks to continuously grow and learn and keep track of their progress through the app. We're actually, I think at this point, the first or second largest EPA provider in the country. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So like no proctor required. Our app uses AI to take pictures and videos of you as you're going through the exam and automatically verifies if you're cheating or not. And so we're super convenient, easy solution for technicians to use in the field. And that's the training side. And then we built out this new SkillCat co-pilot product on real-time help and guidance for techs in the field. We've talked about the fact that in the trades, there is a labor shortage, or at least we perceive there to be a labor shortage. Nobody wants to do the work. Nobody wants to come into the field. It's a real challenge for contractors to grow. Today's guest actually is going to help us shatter that myth and tell us why that is not true. The problems that the industry is facing have nothing to do with a labor shortage. They are much more self-inflicted than that. Today's guest is the CEO and founder of SkillCat, an online training platform that can actually get your technicians EPA certified virtually. It's an amazing platform, and I can't wait for you to learn more about it and to hear from today's guest. Ruchir Shah is the CEO and founder of SkillCat. Ruchir, welcome to the show. Awesome to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's interesting. I joked about this the last time we talked, but we've known each other for years. Mm -hmm. We talk like once or twice a year. And I think this year, like we've blown all those those old stats out of the water when the time's been connected. So super thrilled to have you here today. And what you are doing over at SkillCat is incredible. And I can't wait to dig into it. But before we do that, before we do that, what's that? myth? What's that thing that you see a lot of people in the industry telling themselves that you're like, it is not true. And here's why. What's that thing you want to shatter for our listeners today? So I think the biggest myth is that there is a skilled trade worker shortage. Mm. I actually don't think there's a shortage of technicians. I think there's a shortage of pipelines and access points for people to break into the industry and grow. But there's a lot of people out there who want to work in skilled trade jobs. They just don't know how to get there. So I think it's a myth that there's a shortage of skilled trade technicians. Okay, well, let's let's dig into that more because I know that everybody listening right now is like, I don't know if I want to listen to this because I think he's wrong. Tell me about that. Like, break it down. I, I love what you said, though, the shortage of pipelines. So explain that. Yeah, it's interesting. So like when we got started, uh, our focus was how do we bring more people into the skilled trades? And our approach for the last three years has been, hey, let's build out an entirely free online training platform and see who actually bites. And you know, if you make it free, accessible, easy to get a job in the trades, will people actually show interest? And they definitely did. And so we've we've trained about 100,000 people through our platform, and every single day we get people reaching out of all all, you know, shapes and sizes, like a lot of women, a lot of minorities, a lot of young people, a lot of non-native English speakers. So a bunch of non-traditional folks who just don't know people in the trades and don't have good access to jobs in the trades. 
So what I, what we've seen is a lot of people want to work in the trades. Companies have a tendency to continue looking in the same ponds and the same groups of people they have for 30, 40, 50 years. And they're not marketing themselves and pushing this opportunity to new people who they haven't tackled in the past. So there's a huge group of people out there who really want to break in. Like, for example, when we were really involved in placing people into jobs, we would get resumes from people who almost definitely would get rejected by the vast majority of, of companies. So like, for example, we get people who had worked with their hands for years in oil and gas or in manufacturing, excellent mechanical skills, excellent electrical skills, a lot of troubleshooting skills, install work, but companies were rejecting them because they didn't have five years of HVAC experience. Yeah, maybe that's true, but they have years and years of skilled trade experience that can translate really, really well. You just give them a chance. There are people we talked to who had done, you know, 10, 20 years of HR experience, but in Egypt and they were new immigrants in the U.S. or in Mexico and they were new immigrants in the U.S. They had all their papers. They could work legally, but companies just were like, oh, I don't know. I don't know what to do with this. And they would just get flat rejected by an ATS system. So there's, yeah, there's just a lot of people out there who just don't have access, but there's definitely... A lot of people with a passion to work in the trades, especially now. I mean, you see all these white collar people who used to work in roles in marketing and, you know, in, in writing, all getting displaced. And a lot of folks are, are looking to the trades. There's a huge opportunity for the right companies to capitalize on that influx of talent. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. Some of the groups that you mentioned, the ones that we see a lot are particularly non-English speakers. Mm -hmm. um, that's a lot, which is a minority group. We also see women as a minority group in the trades, vastly underrepresented. Mm -hmm. I think you're right to your point. Not only have the applicant tracking systems been set up to disqualify those people because they don't fit the mold, mm -hmm. but I think also people who are in HR, office manager, they come to the place with biases and they're like, oh, you know what? I, I don't have the time to figure out how to train somebody because they don't have the exact skills I need or because there might be a communications barrier or something like that. And even though these people would be amazing fit yeah, uh, with a little bit of TLC, if you will, just a little bit of investment in them, they'd probably end up being amazing employees. The industry is just not primed for that. And I know that's where your platform comes in, really helping them with probably one of the biggest challenges they have, which is finding the time to give that hands-on, that, that specific training to an inexperienced technician or someone who maybe has 20 years of mechanical, but not specifically working uh, on the type of stuff you're doing. Absolutely. And I think another benefit of, you know, some of these things online is, you know, we, we have a, one of our early students on the platform was this woman, Jennifer. She runs this platform for women in HVAC called HVAC Chicks. She's really great. Recommended definitely checking it out if you're if you're a, a woman in the in the trades. You know, she'd always wanted to break into HVAC. Her husband was a technician for many years, but she felt intimidated because you go to these trade schools and it's all guys. You go to uh, you know most most of the job sites, your boss, everyone's going to be a guy, and so it's mm -hmm. tough to build those skills. If you can do it digitally, if you can have access to circles that, that enable you to be with other folks who are also minorities, it makes it a lot easier to, to break in that way. So I think companies not taking proper risks, you have people not feeling a good environment where they can feel supported. And then a lot of people just don't know. So like when I got started with Skillcat, you know, we're, we're, we're based in, in Silicon Valley. We, I came out, I came out of Stanford. There are a hundred startups here building out startup software companies 
to get more software developer jobs, right? Training for software developers, like hiring for software developers. There's so many companies doing that. No one's doing it for the trades. I mean, it's starting a little bit, but it's a huge proportion of, of difference. And I mean, frankly, you make similar or more money in the trades than as a software developer. There's a bigger shortage of trade technicians than there is a software developers. And you're happier. Job satisfaction is significantly higher because you actually complete something. You know, you have, you complete jobs and tasks every single day. So a lot of people just don't realize you get fed this narrative, college, 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 like software, software, software. But the jobs that are actually least likely to get automated for the foreseeable future are the trade jobs. Software developers, especially lower level software developers are going to get automated way before skilled trade technicians. So there's a narrative needs to change. And a lot of people just don't realize how much, you know, how much damn money you can make. <laughs> I've got a client that's in structural steel and he's been, there's this, uh, this robotics company that came about, I don't know, five, six years ago. And he mm -hmm. was one of the first people to get to test this thing. And even though the robots are taking away some of the backbreaking work, they ain't perfect. And they got a long ways to go because you take a robot that is supposed to do something that usually a crew of five or six guys would do with skills, all working in sync and these robots break down and, you know, yeah. they're, they're, it's, it's interesting to see what's happening, what people are looking to do to supplement the fact that we have a, a perceived labor shortage in the trades, but that stuff's not advancing nearly as fast as the stuff. I mean, I saw that chat GPT can write WordPress plugins now. Like you just tell it what you want to do and it just writes the whole thing. Like that's that lower level software developer you're talking about. Mm -hmm. The days of website de developers is going to quickly go away because automation is going to replace that. You had made a comment about the woman that looks at the trades and says, oh, I don't really want to apply. It's it's not really conducive for, for women in the trades. And I know that SkillCat is great in that you can learn the trade, you can train. But what advice do you have for our listeners when it comes to those people that want to open up their business, that want to be able to say, hey, we want to attract more women. We want to attract more minorities. What are some things that our listeners could do? Maybe one or two things that you've seen working to get those people more excited about come into the trades? Well, first of all, just give them a chance, right? So there are women out there who are applying, who are interested and want to break in. They just don't have, they're not given the opportunity, right? So treat them like professionals, give them an opportunity. And a lot of the companies we've talked to actually like female techs better than male techs. They can often be, you know, more disciplined, harder working, more focused. Maybe there's some challenges in like the heavy lifting area, but there are a lot of women who are very strong. Like give, give folks a chance. And, and I think from what we've seen based on actual results with companies, they do just as well or better. So first, give them a chance. Second, think about where you're advertising and, and, and what you're using to market your jobs. If the traditional approach that you're using in your ads or in your pipelines for talent is, is very male focused, you're going to get more male applicants. If you think about different ways to word you know, these jobs and like you know, different imagery to use when you're marketing these roles, you'll get a different pool of talent. Something else we've seen that's really interesting, I think family members of people who are in the trades, so, you know, daughters, wives, a lot of those folks actually end up moving into the trades. And, and so that's another really cool group to look at. We've seen multiple examples where people's spouses end up getting into the trades. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, the... The referral system that exists, people that are in it, being able to refer their friends and family. And, and, and I agree with what you said is make it so that the people that are out there that you want to attract are actually attractive to your ads and to your pipeline and to your website. So there's a lot of ways to do it. 
One of the things that I do hear a lot about is everybody wants to hire someone with five years experience working on the exact equipment that they work on, yeah. serving the exact customer that they want to serve. Yeah. And that way of thinking, we were, we were talking about like that kind of needs to go away. That, that's an old school way of thinking. We need to think about how we're going to grow our business and how we're going to attract talent differently. What are you seeing out there in the marketplace that's working for companies that want to make that shift? I would push back against that being an old school way of thinking. It is old school in the sense people are doing it now, but you know, 30, 40 years ago, everybody had apprenticeship programs and everybody focused on bringing young people and like entry level people into the trades. At some point we just stopped doing that and we're like, Hey, we can just hire enough experienced techs, but it's just no longer possible. Every year you have more and more people retiring. And, you know, we have some of the oldest technician workforces of, of any industry, right? Average age is, I think, 40s, 50s, or even 60s, depending on the trade. So you just can't do that. It's not possible. If you want to grow quickly, if you want to expand your business, there's absolutely no way you can rely just on experience tax. So I think there's a couple of different strategies here. First, hiring more effectively. So I think a lot of people get frustrated with entry-level tax because you bring on people who don't retain very well. They, they quit you know, a few weeks later, or they ask a lot of stupid questions. They don't have good mechanical aptitude. So hire better, whether it's use assessments, do a more structured interview process, figure out a way to hire more effectively. So you get really good people who can actually are eager to learn and and will do well on the job. That's number one. Number two, I think building out an apprenticeship program. And so whether it's a tool like SkillCat that has online training or it's an in-person program, figure out a way that you can match your technicians with more experienced techs you know, have them supported on ride-alongs and give them support and training in the field so they can continue growing and learning. And then lastly, I think there's a lot of tools out there to help technicians become more independent faster. We're building out like a SkillCat co-pilot solution where we walk you through in the field every single task you're going to work on and exactly step-by-step how you would troubleshoot different issues. And so it's almost like you have a service manager in your pocket guiding you. But we're not the only one. You look at like Blue On, they've done some really, really neat stuff in the space where you have a free call center of experience techs you can be in the field and you can talk to for help. You look at a company like XOI, they built really great solutions for technicians to get help and support from their managers. And so there's a lot of great software tools out there that actually make it a lot easier where you don't need to you know, have an experience tech sitting side by side with your entry level tech every single day, being at 20% of their normal productivity. You can use a lot of this really neat software and these really neat apps to just make that process a lot easier to bring it from five years to one year or six months where they can start contributing and bringing value. So I think it's a a different world than it was five, 10 years ago in terms of technology that can really help empower entry-level techs a lot faster. I just had Aaron from XOI on the show. Yeah, the, the stuff that they're doing, the stuff that you're doing, I mean, I just... I love that people are figuring out how to leverage technology for an industry that's been around for almost a century and is able to say, hey, look, there's ways to use technology to train our people faster, to train them better, to to help you with not only hiring, but retention. Because I know that a lot of technicians, they want to be trained. They want to learn, you know, this equipment's all turned into computers. Like they've got to learn new stuff. And if you're not helping them learn the new equipment, they're going to go find somebody that is. And so I love what you guys are doing over there and helping these contractors be able to trade their tech, train their technicians and 
basically fish from a new pond of, of candidates. They don't have to mm-hmm. go the old route of saying, you got to have five years experience, five years in the industry, all of this, and basically taking from someone else. They can actually go and say, who wants to be here? This is another thing I find with a lot of technicians. A lot of them were beat up over the pandemic. They're like, this, I, I want to go find something that's easier. And there's a whole yeah. brand new group of people that are like, I want to be in the trades because I want to make the kind of money they made during the pandemic. And I want to be able to do those things. And they're, and they're seeing it. They're just looking at it from a different perspective. I think it's all great stuff. So tell me a little bit about SkillCat. Like, what is it that SkillCat does and how can SkillCat help a contractor hire someone who's brand new but wants to be there, but just doesn't necessarily have the skills to perform day one? We've built out a mobile app. You know, we have about 100,000 users Real focus is make it really easy for technicians to become independent and grow faster in the trades. And so we built out about 150 courses, simulation-based courses, where you get sort of digital hands-on experience through different tasks and can get EPA certified 100% through our app. And so it's really, really easy for technicians to get all the skills they need. It's very gamified to think a little bit like Duolingo for the trades. Mm-hmm. where it's, it's really easy on your phone. We're building in a leaderboard. You have streaks. There are a lot of incentives to get folks to continuously grow and learn and keep their, track of their progress through the app. We're actually, I think at this point, the first or second largest EPA provider in the country. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So like no proctor required. Our app uses AI to take pictures and videos of you as you're going through the exam and it automatically verifies if you're cheating or not. And so we're super convenient, easy solution for technicians to use in the field. And that's the training side. And then we built out this new SkillCat co-pilot product on real-time help and guidance for techs in the field. So if you're in the field, you pull up your phone, we walk you through step-by-step how to troubleshoot an issue with pictures and videos walking you through while you're right next to a specific unit. And so making it really easy for techs to get all the advice and ideas and things that you would typically ask a manager or a call center for putting it all one one stop shop in the app accessible. So yeah, the vision is eventually making it so you could take you know a completely a, a worker who's completely new, someone from McDonald's or you know someone from trucking who's never any, had any previous experience in the trades. They want they can get out in the field, use our app, and start bringing value independently as a technician. So that's our vision and kind of what we're working towards. I love it. And I noticed that you guys are actually moving into some other industries as well on your website. So I know some of them say join the wait list and everything else, but I have a lot of friends and we have a lot of clients that are in the steel industry, iron workers, cranes, welding, those kinds of things. I see that stuff. It looks like it's coming soon in the app. Yeah. Well, I think what we realize is, is you know, ultimately every skill trade, it's basically mechanical skills, electrical skills. And so if you have the fundamentals and you can learn how to troubleshoot something mechanically, electrically, uh, and then put all that together, you're really good across a wide variety of trades. That's why we, you know, one of our big things is helping people move between industries because it, it, they're not as different as you would think, right? Like if you can diagnose and troubleshoot and, you know, replace a motor in, in a car, it's not that different from doing it on an AC system. And then people just need to realize that otherwise you know they're they're you know that's how that's how you solve the shortage in other ways just bringing people with those unconventional backgrounds who have a lot of the right skills 
the mechanical aptitude, if that is there and they understand how mechanics work, I've seen that be amazing. I mean, we've seen, we've seen people come from a completely unrelated industry, restaurants, for example, and they'll mm-hmm. come into one of the skilled trades and they will just knock it out of the park because they kept, they paid attention. They had the mechanical aptitude. They saw what was working, how things put together, and they were able to make that transition. And that unconventional piece is the piece that I think a lot of people are missing. But I think it's awesome to yeah. hear that you are branching off into other industries as well, because there is a real lack of resources, I believe, when it comes to a training platform that, and I love what you said, it was gamified that is really attractive to the modern workforce. Exactly. The modern workforce doesn't want to crack open a textbook and look through 400 pages and do this really slow process, almost like going to college. That's not what they want. They want to be able to pull up their phone and it's intuitive and it's fun and it's exciting and it's competitive. And you guys are doing that over there at Skillcat. Yeah, absolutely. And we, I mean, techs are competitive, right? You know, so it's like maybe, yeah, entry-level techs and like millennial techs like technology, but you, we put streaks in the app. We put it, we're putting a leaderboard in, like, and we've done it manually for a lot of companies. People get competitive, right? So you get techs really wanting to win and, and crush it at training because they're competing against other people. So, yeah, whatever it takes, right, to get folks like learning and growing and, and improving. If it needs gamification and competition, so be it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. And and I've seen some of the demos that you guys have and some of the, the trainings that you have. And it's just really cool cutting edge stuff. And uh, I mean, you're already working with 100,000 techs. And you, you can trust that when someone's trained by Skillcat, that they've got the skills that they need. And if not, you guys are going to go make sure that they get them, that that the training exists yeah. and everything's there. Because I've just, I've seen you guys grow so much over the last couple of years and the trainings that you've ad- added. Ruchir, this was awesome. And I've, I've got so many ideas now and so many people that I think need to know about your platform. How do people get a hold of you? How do they learn more? And I think you've got a special offer for our listeners as well. Yeah, absolutely. So again, we're, we're Skillcat. You can find the skillcat.com or skillcatapp.com. We offer our app and our product both to technicians. You know, so if you have a specific technician that wants to get trained, they can go through our product, but primarily for, for contractors. So any contractors that really want to grow and expand and build their businesses, investing in your technicians is a huge part of that. For anyone on this, listening to this podcast, if you're interested, shoot me an email and we'll give you a month free. As many texts as you want, get them on the platform, give them a shot to try everything. You can get your entire company EPA certified in that month if you want. Take that month free and see if you, we can actually help you guys out. If you're interested, you can send me an email. My email is ruchir, R-U-C-H-I-R, at skillcatapp.com. Shoot me an email or just email us through our website and mention that you listen to us on this podcast and we'll get you that free month. I love it. Thank you so much. That's an amazing offer. Make sure you take Ruchir up and his team on this offer. I know he's going to connect you with some people so you can learn more about the platform and how you can really grow. This is great. I really enjoyed talking to you about this and I cannot wait to share this episode with so many people and make sure that they know that this resource exists because it really is valuable. And a lot of the things that you said around hiring and attracting, I mean, that's the stuff we do over here at Core Matters is help you think outside the box and how do you start attracting the people that want to be in the industry? Not the people that are feel like they're stuck, but the people that want to be here. How do you, how do you support them? How do you really make them a, a very valuable member of your team? And I think a combination of thinking a little bit differently, 
putting in some uh, hiring processes in place like we do at Core Matters and then partnering with someone like Skillcat to make sure that you got the training and everything. And it's just it's just that one-two punch that's really going to help you grow your business. Ruchir, thank you so much for being here again. I really enjoyed it. I look forward to connecting again very soon. Yeah, that sounds great. Thanks, Ryan. Had a great time. Ryan England here. Thank you so much for listening to Titans of the Trades. If you're a Titan in the construction, manufacturing, or skilled trades industry and would like to be a guest on my show, please visit podcast.corematters.com. If you found value in this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot on your phone and share it with a friend or post it on social. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Titans of the Trades. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, click the subscribe button. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and get me one step closer to solving the labor crisis facing the industry. Want to know more about how we're doing that? Go to our website or follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.